July 4, 2020. It's a lot for Pedro Show.
so young, innocent and strong. Like birds that fly so high into the sun, we followed our dreams, and so it seemed that nothing could stop us, and we were free. Up the pieces, broken mirrors and shattered glass. When you touch yourself, I heal your bleeding hands. The days were so long, but we had to go on. We made it through because.
Watch for Pedro show. Happy four. Uh, first Saturday of July. Brother Matt, we're still in quitting quarantino mode, so he's at the Love Grotto a couple miles south of here. But I am not man alone. Good people. Do those software engineers in Estonia with their Skype invention. I got with me Van Connor. Uh, where are you calling from? Hey, Mike, I live on Camano Island in Washington State now. How do you spell that? C-A-M-A-N-O. Camano. Okay. Yeah, Camano. It's like the only place that isn't named after natives around here because, and it's the only place that is Spanish name because some Spanish dude came flying down the Puget Sound here, or the Salish Sea, we call it now, and he... Uh, Says he found this island, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. We call it Camano. It's more than found. Like, they claimed it, right? Like, because uh, that's what happened here in Pedro. This guy, Juan Cabrillo, I think, I don't know, in the middle 1500s. Yeah. He came in with that's a sword. Like- yeah, and he said, this is, belongs, yeah. So all the people that were living here, Tugva, yeah. part of the Chumash group of people, yeah, they didn't know what was coming. They had no idea. No, no, no crap. No. I can say crap. Okay. You can say anything you want. It's Watt for Pedro's show. Oh, yeah, that's right. Hell and yeah. I got to tell people what we started out. We uh, played John Coltrane doing Jupiter, a variation from, uh, you know, uh, Interstellar Space. That's just him and Rashid. Yeah. Actually, it came out after he passed away. but I thought it was fitting since uh, you like it. Kind of science fiction. Yeah. Uh, well, we'll get to it later, but you have a project named Valis. I remember reading that in my early 20s, uh, Philip K. Dick. That's right. I'm I'm still totally into him. I don't so, think I don't think he actually finished it. Right? It was just some notes and stuff. Well, no, he did he did a trilogy, but then Valis was the last one, and it was they put it out, and it was. It is, it's kind of discombobulated, you know, it's kind of all over the road, but the Dallas idea is a, a machine that can talk to God, but God is trapped on Mars in this, like, weird interdimensional prison. <laughs> yeah, but you also, uh, he's, right, the police are, like, looking for the, through his orange juice that he's pissed out to see if he's got amphetamine in him, and he's, he's seeing... Uh, Communism. That's horse lover fat. That's the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. In the sidewalk, he's seen little messages like communism has taken over and stuff. Exactly. Which is, I you know, because I'm a political being like you are, and like D was right. Right. So, I mean, I I I just, and I've been running hot on it the last year or so. I kind of I kind of let myself go and back into that world, and uh, of of really, really, like, showing who I really am, right? Because you get, like, where I, I, it's hard for me sometimes because I live in a very conservative land up here, and I, there's not that many people who are, you know, that left, I mean, I'm not, I don't even say left wing, I mean, I'm full on what you now, nowadays, left wing is right wing to me, right? Like, so sometimes it's hard for me to, to actually speak my mind on this stuff. 
Yeah, right. them labels, uh, they're from the French Revolution days, right? That's over 230, 40 years ago. Yeah, well, that's when they made right? Yeah. I guess it's where people sat in the first kind of assembly kind of thing. Uh, I, I should also say, after John Coltrane, we heard you doing a demo of all that you wanted. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, because i got to let the people know. But... Thanks for bringing us up to date with what you're thinking about nowadays. But can we go way back? What What's your earliest musical recollection? Oh, man. Third grade. Well, first, actually, that's not true. About six years old, my mom, who started, basically started Screaming Trees, my old band, um, she gave me this box that was super tall and it was full of singles. And then she gave me this little Fisher Price or something uh, record player. And she said, I was six. And she said, uh, these are from when I was in high school. And she was graduating in 57. So in 57. 57 is when I was born, brother Van. That's right. And I was 67. So we got 10. We got <laughs> anyway, Gary I didn't mean to interrupt. Go ahead. That's all right, brother. And uh, so... Yeah, 57, she graduated, and about, you know, 73 or something, she gave me these. And in high school, back then, dudes toured high school, like, dances, right? Like, Johnny Cash, like, uh, uh, Little Richard, uh, uh, Buddy Holly, and they all came through Walla Walla, Washington, right? But you're and living she, in Ellensburg, I, right? And Ellens, yeah, so they moved to, they were Walla Walla, and then they moved to Ellensburg, which is all eastern Washington. You yeah, know, it's just, yeah. Apple country. That's right. And it's more kind of like Pedro and... And, and onions, Boston. right? There's a certain kind of onion from there. Sweet Walla Walla sweets. Yeah. You can eat them like an apple if you're strong enough. If you got <laughs> if you got the, the hootbah or what do you call it when you got balls? Church bells? You got church bells, right? Balls like church bells. Balls like church bells. <laughs> That's right. Goddess. <laughs> so, 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 what, what, what happened in Walla Walla? But these bands had come through. They'd go to the gigs. Right. She'd go, and they had like they dance like a sock hop type thing in the fifties. So she bought all these records, right? And then she held on to them, put them in the attic or something. Then we moved to Ellensburg. Uh, after being down in uh, Barstow was where I was born down there because for my California? dad was like your dad was military. Your dad was Navy. You're talking Barstow in California. Yeah, me and Gary Lee were born okay, there. That that's Desert Rock. Yeah. So he's well, probably part of like uh, testing stuff and yeah. Chris Goss, Caius. No, but it's not true. I, I'll, I'll, oh yeah, nuclear testing. Yeah, he was he was Fort Irwin and China Lake and all that shit. Like, yeah, you know. yeah, big testing grounds. Yeah, he was a, an officer there, and then and actually, b back up in uh, Ellensburg, Walla Walla, that's not too far from Hanford, which is a super fun nightmare. Uh, downwinders, man. Like <laughs> my grandpa was a downwinder. He got leukemia and shit. Like, oh, but. Terrible. Yeah, yeah. Hanford actually was where they made the plutonium for one of the two fat, uh, what's it called? Uh, the bombs. Little fat man yeah, or whatever. Genbaku is how you say it in Japanese. Is that how you say it? Yeah. 
One was little boy and one was fat man. Okay, yeah. There were two different methods. One was like uh, crushing a sphere of plutonium. The other one was firing a piece of uranium at another one. And it, the crush, had to have those big The brands. crushing the sphere was the one. better, uh, yeah, I guess, strategy. <laughs> so people, I don't know, you know, you know so much, Mike, but I don't know if you know this because I'm from there, but... Well, my pop was Stanford is the uh, only other same style. I think it's an end reactor that they had in Chernobyl. It's like old school. Yeah, yeah. Well, there was one in Idaho too. My pop worked at uh, in near Blackfoot uh, Atomic City, and it went critical. This was days before uh, containment rooms. Yeah, in yeah. The early sixties. Remember, my father's trained in nuclear, uh, not weapons, but the engine rooms. Right, engineering, like... Well, like, you want... Basically, it's it's boiling water so you can make steam. That's all it is. Yeah. That's all it is. That's all it is, yeah. Making something hot so you can boil so, it. So your mother had these rock and roll records, but was there instruments in the house? Yeah, yeah. My mom was... Actually, my mom, because it was, was a child prodigy uh, brass player. Oh. So, and then she... Uh, and my grandpa, her dad, he and my grandma toured around uh, the the all the Grange halls in the whole Northwest, down to Mon- over to Montana, down to Northern California. It was called Warren because that her side of the family is the Center family, so they toured. And then his dad, turn of the century, had the Center family orchestra, so it was kind of a requirement the family had to play. So ah. I grew up at my grandma's house. We. She taught me how to play piano a little bit. We'd all sing, like the whole family be there. Everybody had to play an instrument when I'm really little, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's a good start. Yeah, man. And, and, and Gary Lee, too, was, right? Oh, go ahead. What? Gary Lee also, your brother. Oh, yeah. It was me and Gary Lee. We were the, yeah, that was us. That was us because we were a little older than the rest. And because uh, we got, you know, we got seven of us, you know, the kids. Yeah, but I mean, and, like vaudeville had this tradition where the whole family's the band. Uh, Petra, I didn't know that. yeah, Petra, her daddy Charlie Hayden, a bass man. He same thing. He was yodeling cowboy Charlie when he's like five years old. They worked him into the act. So it, it's okay for you, like like our drummer Pickerel. You remember him? Sure, Mark, Mark Pickerel. Pickerel. Yeah. So, we used to call him Pixie Kitchen, <laughs> but uh, he uh, we're still closest of friends you know like and uh so he his family it was okay with his mom because his mom toured with warmed up for the three three stooges and kind of a lemon sisters type thing yeah back when they toured she'd sing before they went on so it was okay with half his family but we always we had to struggle with his other half because they didn't want they thought rock and roll was evil Right, you remember that stuff. Oh right? yeah, well that shit happens. That, that shit happened at Jello with the PMRC and all that. Like, but... <laughs> look, I want to play uh, "Night Comes Creeping." Uh, from oh God, now this bass. Yeah. That's when you and me played together. That's right. The 
There's a light upon this stairs Coming to the door But there's nothing out there Time stopped within my mind Same as all the rest behind Everything has changed While I was sleeping One day to find She's of another mind And it won't be long Until the night comes dreaming yeah. Loud voices fill the sky Strange faces in her eyes And I'm a stranger now But I just don't know it Closes up too slow Shining in translucent glow Stalking out this absolution season One day I find She's of another mind And it won't be long Until the night goes through Yeah.
think maybe I could be new too. Maybe I can shed this crusty old garbage I've accumulated in my mind and be fresh again.
eyes unfurl so pale that they're almost yellow. And the songbirds start their morning tree climb racket. Oh, oh, oh. 
Come back to this, but dude, I no, remember no, one... we're on there right now, there, man. Let, let me tell what we played, okay? Screaming trees with that comes creeping righteous bass part. Ivan the tolerable, brand new, a new possibility. That's got my voice on some stuff that Ollie did it over in England. Uh, Maya from the city with morning time. Pat Ruthensmere from uh, Pat from the Germs, uh, his first solo record. I Heart uh, Deerhoof from there. Uh, Actually, they got a newer album they just did with uh, Leo Watta-Smith. But this is Fraction Anthem. Uh, Dietrich Barnes, which has got John from Deerhoof. Tim Barnes, great drummer man. Brain Envy. And finally, Screaming Trees. You tell me all these things. People, you got to understand, uh, I took Screaming Trees on the first two tours. And this was where I got to first meet uh, Van and his brother Gary Lee, Mark Ladigan, Mark Pickerel. Uh, so you got a story. To, uh, we were talking off air, people, about a van wreck because Van flew me a shot of him playing one of my bases on tour, and, and uh, they got in a wreck. And it, it, relate the story here at County Fair. Yeah, we went to the Florida some county fair, um, and uh, and they had. I remember they had. Uh, it was big, man, and it was super redneck, right? And it was, uh, we're walking around with hair down to our ass, you know, and big fat guys with flannels, right? Yep. And uh, flying flannels. And uh, so we, we're walking around, and they have singing booths. And we actually went in and did all these songs, and we hung out there. But we had a few drinks, right? So yeah. we get van. We get in the van. We uh and a Connell line. We always had a Connell line. We never had anything else. Yeah. But and, uh, you had a couch in the back that wasn't remember? mounted to the deck. And the yeah. shelf. The <laughs> shelf, man. The shelf. Like, Greg Ginn told us how to do that. And, yeah, and, uh, but the, 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 the couch being a floater was not smart. <laughs> Dude, we kept it the whole time till we got a bus, right? Like, yeah. we kept it the whole time. But I think Mark but, got, his, he got his back hurt in his wreck, right? That one? No, that not that. That was the next one we got in wreck. But, uh, <laughs> dude, <laughs> van tours rule, right? Like, okay, um, and that's that's all I. That's mostly what I've done in my life. And I did them after the bus tours. I, I went back and had that van gardener. I did bus tours. But back to that story. So we all pile in the van, and Rod Doak, our sound man, who you met, like, oh, yeah, sure, and, of course. Yeah, he was our tour manager for a while, but then he bailed us for Dinosaur Jr. because I was playing for Dinosaur Jr. for a while. Yep. And people understand. I saw you at the whiskey. Yep. With me playing? Yep. Oh, my God. I haven't talked to anybody who's seen that for so long. What was there? Kind of bourboned up. But... I'm sure we, dude, I'm sure I was other things up, too, and bourboned up. Dude. used to get bourboned up together. I was always so happy to see you. So... But no, we get we get in the van and we pull out of the place, probably bourboned up, and some dude comes flying over this hill and T bones us. 
The whole van spins around like four times. Oh man! I'm right next to where the car almost comes through the side, right? Yeah. And 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 cops come. Every we jump out immediately, and one dude in that car, and he looks at screaming trees. Right? He's got scared. Right? So we're all like, "What the hell happened?" And uh, the cops come. Here's what they say. Yeah. They said, even though we're bourboned up, they said, do you have insurance? Where are you from? And we said, we're from Washington State. And then he goes to the other dude, where are you from? He goes right down the road. And he goes, do you know, he, he goes off on the other dude telling him that these guys are from Washington State. You don't need insurance because we're the last state in, in the United States that not need insurance. But you don't have any. And he goes off on this other guy and he goes, you guys can go. But the van still ran, and we just had, like, a big, huge, like, V in the middle. <laughs> yeah. But it paid us back right over the last pass, right by Hayden Lake, Idaho, where all the Nazis used to be. At the time, they were there. And uh, the axle broke, and I had to hitchhike into oh, Nazi land. I had to hitchhike into Nazi land because, uh, you know, van always had to do it because I was the guy who knew how to fix it. I was the, you know... I, I don't know. I just always ended up being the, the person who had to do the grunt work. I was the grunt. I was a bass player, right? Right, of course. I was a tugboat. I was well, a, let's a go ball back, hog. Let's go back to your youth. Uh, when did you and Gary Lee make your first band? Well, after I I took I started taking violin lessons in third grade, and then I ended up being French horn, all of a sudden I could just play, and I'm not bragging, it's just true, I could just play instantly better than anybody. And I had one of those orchestra directors, he used to hit me on the hand with a bow, you know, like a <laughs> violent bow. And But you know what? It was old school. It was like, it was like, what do you call Mr. Miyagi or something, you know, it was like, but he was a chain smoke in front of me, you know, like, um, third grade. But, yeah, so, so I got a paper route, so I could buy a bass in fourth grade. And Lee bought, Lee had a paper out too, and he bought a guitar at a pawn shop. I bought a bass. And then now we started. Who, whose idea was to decide who was guitar, who was bass? We both wanted to be a guitar. Okay. okay. But he bought one That's first. That's usually how it happens. <laughs> right. But he bought one first, okay. right? And then I bought one. He bought a silver tongue with the amp in the case. And I bought a bass, and then my mom encouraged us to do it, right? And she wanted yeah. us to have a bass. So, so, so they, they, they said, you can put your stuff in this room. We could be as loud as we want. My mom was just, you know, totally into it. And then, so we start playing, and uh, I couldn't, my hands are too small, right? Yeah. So, we, so I became a guitar player. He became bass, and he became like Chris Squire style, right? <laughs> A lot of Total notes. Soloing the whole time. A lot time. of notes. Oh, yeah, some roundabout. No crap. And he wouldn't. He couldn't hold it together like a band together. You know what I mean? Sure. So he couldn't be the glue. Kind of fuse. Right, and that's why he's Gary Lee. You see him play. <laughs> yeah. he, he's the he's the 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 bird flying the hummingbird right, right. flying all over the road. Right. A lot of flutter. Right. So so until about what was it, ninth or 10th grade in high school, when we looked at Spin Magazine, we I was guitar, he was bass. 
but we had we played with Mark Pickerel. We had this band called Him and Those Guys, and we had a band called Explosive Generation. With all the same dudes, but we changed the name a couple times. Uh-huh. And uh, so I had I was in bands with my family and best friends until it was all about friends, right? You know, sure. you know what that's like. And uh, totally. And your stories in Jamicano and 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 just meet you and you talking about it. Um, it's the same that that love thing where you have to play with people you trust. Sure. Right. And like the missing men are like that in the, the, all your bands you've had. Um, I mean, I can tell that you, you don't, you can't play with somebody you don't trust. Right. Like, so, and you haven't probably, if you look at your life, besides jamming with, you know, on a show or doing some rock star thing, you know, like, um, you know, a compilation or something, the people you've really had bands with, I'm sure this is true. And this is me. I don't think I've ever really been in a real band with anybody who I didn't love. Yeah, As like, it's hard to be for my situation. Because it's all about people. You're exactly right, Brother Van. Look, we're at the end of the first hour, July 4, 2020. Special guest, Van Connor, Hold Tough Hour 2. July 4, 2020. It's second hour. A lot for Pedro Show. Seriously, folks. I just rolled into the town, boys.
faces white and black They can't call me They'll turn me back This animal's wild And he roams where he wants Don't care about the people Cause I can't hear him talk Out here in the forest Out in the forest
Law and order, apple pie and the love of Jesus Christ. Meet and tater, see you later at the game. America was my own paradise. But then I heard a little station on the radio with some guy from Seattle talking about the CIA. He was in possession of the evidence about how they're gonna take our lives away. And one night in the tavern, I was watching CNN. And the president was calling for the killing time again. I said, you must be kidding, George. Why don't you understand? Iraq is Arabic for Vietnam. Well, it got so quiet in there, you could hear a cracker crumble. And as a man, they turned to me and said, But I don't go sailing that in Carbondale. Go out to San Francisco if that's how you're gonna be. Cause the USA is ALK in Carbondale. With flags and yellow ribbons, you take a ribbon given. Just like the way we see it on TV. We don't cotton too much to minorities. Everybody ought to know their place. Homeless, they're all homeless, cause they want to be. I'll send them all to outer space. We're the soul and backbone of the government. We kept the white and white house just the way we always do. Now we need to find us as an enemy. And now we see that enemy is you. I said I'm gonna hit the highway like the fox out on the run With the Constitution, Bill of Rights, and Thomas Jefferson The time for revolution in this land is finally here Now you just stay right there and drink your beer Well, the lady, she come up to me and she said The people don't like your original material But hey, don't go stand at a carbon deal Go out, remember 9-11, buddy, don't you tread on me. So what you see is what you get in Carbondale. With flags and yellow ribbons, you take what we've been given. Just like the way we see it on TV. But ain't up for saying that in Carbondale. Oh, I regard our give Man, there's no modulations to color. But it don't go saying that in carbon deal. If ignorance is bliss, then this is happy as can be. Uh, living on a long, long dream of carbon deal. With flags and yellow ribbons, the take we've been given. And Carbondale and Cloverdale and Annandale and Chippendales. <laughs> Parts of New York City, too, and San Francisco's got a few. Full of folks just like Dan Quayle, except their check is in the mail. Carbon dead seems just a tale to me.
It was at a, it was at a high school. Uh, we started the second hour off with Screaming Trees doing In the Forest and Level, brand new, Spice Taker. Dex uh, Rom Weber out of North Carolina with Out of the Way. Steve McKay, brother Steve, on guitar, which is a little different than sax. Uh, Carbondale, original composition of his. He did that at uh, Tommy's Pad in Dublin, Ireland. Uh Ill after that with a Stooges song uh, cover of Cock in My Pocket off the Tally-tally-o. Yeah, great too. It's not sweet, Georgia Brown. And then finally, Screaming Trees with More or Less. And we were reminiscing, listeners, about touring together and stuff. And this gig, we, uh, us, Slovenly, Slovenly was the band Tom Watson, the Missing Man guitarist, was in. And Screaming Trees all pl- played together in a high school gym in Walla Walla. And when the gig was over, I had to split between the three of us $5. Which I did equally. What a memory. What a memory, dude. I, I, I think it was called the Haircut that Tour. Thing, that was my parents' hometown. That's 1987. Yeah, because in Ellensburg, they ran a video store or something, right? Yep, they did. Yeah, we, we that's where we practiced in the back of the store. That's we ended right. up actually, you might not know this, but we actually started our own shows there and stuff. And then we... My dad was the school principal, so, and on the city council, and our drummer's dad was a city uh, manager, Mark basically Pickle? the mayor. Okay. And and he let us use this. They built this new hall, and nobody wanted to use it. So we were like, we'll use it. My dad and, and he let it happen. We had, we got on the, remember the, uh, we call it the, uh, the loop, where you know, uh, the SST guy, or the Global, Global. Global um, was the book in arm. Right. And, and they Dukowski, made. Chuck Dukowski, Jordan Schwartz. Schwartz. Later I, on, he, Steve Call. The other day, yeah. Jordan, man. So, yeah. who was in your movie, right? Like, uh, with you. But, uh, what is that movie, uh. Well, let, let's talk about Screaming Trees. Now, uh, yeah, talk were about you guys me. called Screaming Trees at the time. You were a power trio, right? When does Mark Lanigan get into the picture? Well, that was before we were called Screaming Trees, but yeah, yeah, we were having. But, we were but, having but you fights. played with Mark Pickrell and your brother, right? Would Would you call it? Yeah, that was the yeah, yeah. And we had another guy named Dan Harper. And we had another guy <laughs> for a little while named Dave Frazzini, but uh, 
Oh, so they, they were they were four piece bands. Okay. Yeah, yeah, but we also at home we were three piece in my bedroom. My yeah. bedroom was you know, us three would do MC five songs and put capes on and stuff. You know, because I only and, know you as a four piece with Mark Lanigan. So what happened there? Me and my brother got in a fight, Gary Lee. So my mom said, your brother has to be in the band. So I said, okay, you know, because you got to listen to mom. And then yeah. we, <laughs> she's the king boss, yeah, right? That's right. That's right. And uh, so I got him back in the band and, and our drummer, which Mark Pickerel. Right. And Mark wanted to sing Pickerel. And then I met, I saw Lanigan at this Kager party, right? I hadn't seen him in years. We were friends in high school. Okay. And uh, we actually met in detention. And uh, best place. That I'll tell you the real quick the the Lanigan story. So so I get detention. He gets detention. I didn't know him. I'm wearing a trench coat and which and boots and stuff. And which for Ellensburg was like you get your ass kicked for that, right? <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> it was like super conservative. And uh, I had a Jimi Hendrix button on. And there's this dude sitting next to me with long ass hair. And nobody had long hair, right? I had like spiked up hair and stuff. So I was into you guys. I was into your band, which is funny that later on, and I'm doing this right now, you know? So I had a Hendrix button and Lanigan goes, you know the problem, we weren't supposed to talk, but he goes, you know the problem with this high school is nobody even knows who Hendrix was. And, and it's I go, from Washington State. Washington State, man, like Eastern Washington, which is still no, but but Jimmy, he's from Seattle. That's right, he sure was. And my brother Patrick, my little brother, who's in Vallis with me, keeping the family right. Like right. Uh, he uh, he is knows uh, he's hung out a couple times with uh, his brother, with Hendrix's brother. Um, oh yeah, but and and you know the whole family's still here. Right, right. But, uh, but yeah, so so we're in detention and we hit it off, right? And we started trading records. And he turned me on the Stranglers, all these bands, and I had a million records. He had a million records, and uh, all these punk rock bands, and we started turning each other on to all these bands, right? Sure. And, and 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 then we had this record store in town by this old hippie dude, and he he had all these European like punk rock singles from bands like Slaughter and the Dogs and all these bands that I didn't know about would turn us on to that. And it was just like an exploration of finding music, you know? And, uh, but one of my favorite labels was SST. And, uh, and, and weird fireworks, thing. that's fireworks. That's not gunshots. <laughs> it was some kind of first thing. You know? That's a lot of firework. It's not even nighttime yet. <laughs> Dude, that was fireworks. Yeah. No pistoles. Those are fireworks. <laughs> That'll be a little later. A little later. Look, I want to play uh, the turning.
school That dirty rotten Santa Fe Well, it left me standing here Took my baby away I was standing and waiting For that lonesome whistle to blow Yes, I was I was standing and waiting For that lonesome whistle to blow Well, it sounded like the central But it was a piano Let's hear those 88s
to a song that's about certain urban
Watch for Pedro Show. Uh, you just heard uh, a- actually Vallis with Space Station. Before that was uh, Mattered or Hinged. Dan Klukas, Jeb Bishop, Damon Smith, Matt Crane, Holman Garden. That's Scott Krauss, Tony Mamoni from Peru, Fix My Horn. I think actually Scott's son is saying. Uh, P- Peter Laff- Lochner. Sorry about that. Old Cleveland scene. Um, um, I mean, old Frisco. Round Dive from Shanghai. It was Smokestack, something I produced at Casanzo here last year. And uh, we started off with the turning, Screaming Trees, which uh, I've been enlightened of Brother Van here. Uh, first thing that Mark Lanigan recorded with uh, Connor Brothers. Uh, I didn't know this, but Mark Prickwell moved from the drums to singer position, lead singer man. And then Mark Lanigan was first the drummer man, but was breaking too many sticks. So they switched positions. Yeah. And also because... Mark Pickerel was an auto drummer, you know what I mean? From a little kid. He was like Keith Moon from a little kid, you know, like he just could play. And then Lanigan, uh, we were like, Mark, you're not as good as Pickerel. And and you also break sticks all the time. And he just, you know, he just, so we said, why don't you try singing? And I think my brother, Gary Lee, wrote that song, The Turning, and a couple others. And we started playing. It was like, all right. He's got kind of a special voice, right? Great and, voice. Uh, and, and then we were like. I think I've heard to- Mark Pickwell because he did some solo stuff after the trees. And I think I've heard him sing. Yeah. Oh, God. He's great. He's great. No, he he's still doing it. And uh, he he's done tons of records and uh, toured with all sorts of bands. And, and yeah, he's, his solo thing. It's now it's I think it's just called Mark Pickerel. His first band was Mark Pickerel on the Praying Hands. That's and right. uh that's right. And yeah, so so yeah, he's still going full power, man. Because he's, he he left the band not too long and Barrett Martin took over, I remember. Not too long after right. that last tour that a Firehose did with you guys. Next time I played with you, your drummer man was Barrett Martin. Well, it was a little while. So what happened was well, uh, I got to stop you because we're at the end of the second hour, July twenty, uh, July fourth, twenty twenty. Hold tight for hour three. July fourth, twenty twenty. It's the third hour of the Watt for Pedro show. <laughs> Yeah. 
my job consists of basically masking my contempt for the assholes in charge and at least once a day retiring to the men's room so I can jerk off while I fantasize about a life that doesn't so closely resemble hell.
he's like, uh, he's like, hey, Van, how you doing? Blah, blah. And uh, he said, I talked to him about music and stuff. He said, I have no desire to be a music anymore. And uh, which is sad because it's Rollins, right? But, Hank but, Rollins, uh, yeah, yeah. Because he, I, does, he, he does a voice and stuff for Hollywood. Yeah, he does voiceovers. And every once in a while he's in a movie. But man, I mean... I listen to both you guys. I listen to three people every day. I listen to Jello, I listen to you, and I listen to Henry. Like, but I need it to uh, inspire me. Like certain songs. Like today, I listen to Member, right? Like, because I always. That's what we're doing right now, right? Remember us talking about the time I couldn't remember. Remember, you know? Yeah, if it right, yeah, fire hose. Yeah, that was uh, me and Thirst about talking about Richard Hell, right? And Madonna. Talking about Hell, yeah. Madonna, right, right. I should tell people we start off the third hour with Vallis doing Universe Side My Mind. Fuck My Fucking Life by the Born Shit Stirs. And then another umbrella. That's just fine. Uh, Crane, which has got Crane. Crane's now living in Idaho, Utapim. Scientific proof. He did a version of Tragic Comedy there. Zola Jesus with Stridium, upstate. Wisconsin, and finally, Vallis Motor. Tell us about Vallis, okay? I, I, I mean, it's weird to make the big jump from Screaming Trees to Vallis, but we should because... Uh, th- yeah, that's a big part of my life. It's so, another... You, got, and you also got another family member. It isn't Gary Lee, it's Patrick, the younger yeah, brother. Yeah, Patrick, Patrick Lee. So right. that's Patrick Lee. Patrick. So, and I'm my name's Van Patrick. So we got Gary Lee, Patrick... Lee and Van Patrick, right? So, so, so we about 1994, I think it was. Dan Peters from Mud Honey, the drummer. Yep. Kurt Danson from Tad, the bass player. Yep. Myself, and my brother Patrick. So we, Dan, we all lived in Ballard. In fact, everybody lived in Ballard. Even like uh, Lanigan lived in Ballard, which is part Tavern. of Seattle neighborhood. Yep, yep, it's right there. Yeah, and uh, and even Novoselich, Chris, Chris, I call him Chris still because that's what he used to call himself back in like when he was a kid, right? Like so. Actually, up to twelve years old, he was living in Pedro. I didn't know he lived in Pedro. That's why you're on the show to learn shit like that, brother Van. No shit. Okay. <laughs> I've been learning. For the only thing new is you finding out about it. That's right. So, yeah, so we go to, we're at a bar. We had this little bar called the Anglers where we all hang out to get away from our girlfriends and wives, right? So <laughs> so we're sitting there and we're like, Dan says, I'm sick of mud, honey. I say, I'm sick of screaming trees. Uh, Kurt said, I'm sick of Tad. So we're like, we have a practice space here. Why don't we do a project? And Vallis was a project the whole time, even though it was a band, right? And we toured Europe. We did United States a couple times. And um, so we end up recording this record and uh, with on Man's Ruin, which was the same label Caius was on, right about the time I played the, on the first album with a band called Gamma Ray, which turned into Queens of the Stone Age. So... It all, and then we got Josh from Queens was in Screaming Tree. Scotty Reader. Scotty Reader didn't. Yeah. Van Connor played. <laughs> okay, okay. No, but Scotty's 
Scotty, you know, after Kai, Scotty kind of—I haven't talked to him for a couple of years, but I think he's farming now. Yeah, yeah, he's but he's still basing it up. He's great basement. Oh God, man. Um, um, he's a—he's part of the brotherhood, right? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah I, I want to play you. You mentioned Gardner. Let's let's hear that too. The, 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 the uh, seaweed guy, right?
delicate matter, but I'm too heavy for that. Don't want to hurt your feelings for radio programming, really. Spotify, 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 but don't eat that pie in the sky. It's poisonous. I thought I told you that already. Cut the beat. Next time, start dancing. Don't told me about Uncle Scam. Debate on the hook, the newest trend. Time to get mean. Self ownership of the commodity will stick it to the man.
ripoff, and a beggar's honest request is just enough, and sometimes, yeah, sometimes, it's way too much. Yeah, the sale price is a ripoff, and a beggar's honest request is
Soul. Hold it in your hands. You hold it. In- 
fortune is the key to life. I wonder if you see. I wonder if you see my redemption. Ah, my redemption. My redemption. Oh yeah. My redemption. You hold it in your hands. You hold it in your hands. for Pedro show yeah that is Gardner uh, with Van Connor I mean uh, he put this together I guess on tour right you guys were playing with seaweed yeah on tour and then we went down Aaron moved to Humboldt County this what we called the hippie shacks California this, yep Humboldt, Humboldt I think the uh, Mr. B- Bungles are from there are they yeah Mike Patton the other Mike Patton not the one from the adolescent Actually, right. he, he uh, recorded a couple Minuteman records, the Joy, Mr. Bungle, yeah, Mr. The Joy Bungle. EP. But there's another Mike Patton. People don't realize. He yeah, was in Eddie of the Mike actually did. He was in the in the middle class, the first uh, fast hardcore band. I I'm learning again. That's from why one. you're on the show, right? Then we heard a uh, found out poor Luther's bones. And this is some Knoxville shit. Uh, Dylan Thomas is dead. Dylan Thomas is drunk from old man. Fuck you, ex gold with I'm a man. The Sweet man, uh, Ones with Soul Boat, uh, Scott H. Burham, What Doesn't Kill You. And finally, uh, Demo, My Redemption, Van Connor. And this is up the upcoming stuff. My Redemption, well, Brother Van? From my Redemption is from the album I did. It wasn't... Oh, I don't the one call you it just demo left anymore it. because yeah. I made it the real song. It was supposed to be a demo. That was the second time I ever played it. Right, when it right. Was, okay. Right there. So... I, I, you thinking of using, know what I mean? You know what I mean. Yeah, but you're thinking of using this strategy on your next solo record, right? No, I, I think I'm not even sure if I'm going to do a solo record. I got, so I got me and my. I made a solo record with 48 other people. (laughs) I know you can't, right? I mean, it's not a solo record. I can't go to New York with my, with my. Converse on with no socks and eat sushi. Nah, with but you can trade like, files over the internet, brother Van. I know. I got a new flannel the other day. By the way, it's already worn. Oh, so, uh, <laughs> so, so I got this new band. I might not do a solo record per se. I got this new idea for this band called Sleepy Witch. Okay. Sleepy Witch, Sleepy and Witch. it's with my my friend uh, Sally Berry, who is in a band called. Honeymoon Killers and SDP. She was in. I don't know if you remember Honeymoon Killers. They used to tour with Sonic Youth and uh, Nirvana and stuff. They're New York. Sure. And STP, Stone Temple Pilot. No, 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 no. A different band. They're just just stand for STP. No, she's a she was a drummer. Okay. There is a drummer, and we. so, so we were forming this new band called Sleepy Wish. She just moved out here from Connecticut. And uh, it's just her and I. It's just a two-piece. Okay. And uh, we might do something. So she's over at my house right now, and we're hanging out. And I got a drum set in the living room. 
Yeah. And uh, I got about a million guitars. I got a new Rickenbacker, by the way. I got a Rick. I've never had one. A Rick bass? Yeah, dude. I got. I bought it brand new last year. Two thousand. Uh, what's it called? The model number is two thousand three. Stereo. Probably it's probably four thousand three. Four thousand three. I'm sorry. Yeah. The stereo, right? Right. And, uh, Rico sound. Dude, it's yeah. It's uh, Scott Reeder played one of those. I That's think. That's right. Uh, and so did Kay. Black Flag. Yeah, she did. She did. Yeah. So you know, I so you're I got back on the bass. You're not playing acoustic guitar. Well, this band, I'm gonna play whatever the heck comes to mind. Right. I might just have bass on a song with drums. You know, I don't know. It's gonna be. What about violin? What about French horn? French horn for sure. John Entwistle um, played French horn. I know. Man. Solo on Pictures of Lily. Pictures of Lily and and uh, many other songs. Which and, I uh, took uh, kind of the music from to do Piss Bottle Man. Piss Bottle Man. <laughs> the video. I watched that the other day. I'm like, Watts all fancy dress. Yeah, Evan. They got like Joe Biza. That's right. That's right. So where can that's people right. find you on the internet? So I have a record label, man. I don't know if you know that. So it's called Strange Earth Records. So strangeearthrecords.com yeah. is all the bands on my label and then we have I guess one of my Facebook pages if I add you if you try to add me that would be cool and maybe I will I don't know <laughs> And but no really, but having your own website I think is really important because it's like having your own fucking fanzine I know man I know and I and those I, other uh, things belong to other people so you could stick you know flyers Staple them on the other telephone poles, but you gotta have your own fancy because there's no filter, there's no middleman, there's no gatekeeper. Yep, there. We don't need no gate. Well, in a way, even though you and I have both been on big labels before, yep, couldn't be the gatekeeper. That's why we're not on them anymore. <laughs> I'm really curious about the Sleepy Witch, though. So, look, when you get this recorded, will you come back on the show and we'll play every song off the album? I would be honored to do that, man. I'd and we honored. didn't have enough time. I could do 10 more shows. In fact, I want to do 10 more shows with you, Brother Van. I would love to. We've run out of time I here. You, Mike. I miss you, man. I so, miss you big yeah. time. You know, we're both by the water. Remember, we both share the Pacific Ocean. We shall. We do very well do. We do. Okay. I love you big time. People, it's been the July 4, 2020 edition of Pedro Show. Keep your powder dry. <laughs>